Hi gorgeous, welcome to Fitness and Moses podcast. This is a place where a high performance lifestyle for goddesses exists. To me, goddess is not a noun, but a verb. And it's about the simplest, sexiest version of you. And I love to see just how much lace, how much sex appeal and how much sensuous energy I can get from my body and literally take it to that goddess form and the way that I just kind of defined for you, like seeing, okay, what's the simplest, sexiest way, simplest extra vibration of this? So if our bodies are lace and lingerie, girl, I want to like wear, own, and be the laciest lingerie version of my own truth. And our truth is within the name of who we are. And so this is what I just want to share with you today. Um, is the energy of being topless in the snow. (laughs) And hang with me here, hang with me here, okay? Stay with me. So by the time this podcast has been released, this happened a while ago. But in mid, it was like mid to end of February, it snowed here in Texas. And that wouldn't have been a big deal Um, except kind of the rub is that I had gone back to Maryland. My brother and I were literally shoveling out my mom's car to make it to the airport. I, and it even snowed while I was in Maryland. I take pictures of snow because I'm like, well, when's the last, next, when's the next time I'm going to take snow? Not knowing that two weeks later I would be in Texas and it would snow. Like, I mean, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I was like, wait, what? And um, for the most part, I've spent most of my life in like cold places. <laughs> okay, I went to school in Michigan. I lived in Rhode Island for five years, so I still have like this New England in me. And you know, um, once in a while, when I get really tired, you'll hear me drop my R's, and you'll hear a car instead of car, and. <laughs> all that like the accent will time to time come through and yes I've been touched by the south just a little bit because um I lived in there just a little bit but I had this basically I guess I'm trying to say I've seen snow before driven in snow before girl I had never seen a prep like this I was I was calling up my girlfriends my girlfriends were checking on me and I was like Oh my goodness, there was no salt on the roads, there was no sand, like what happened to the treatment? Like I, I'm just, I wasn't not used to, I wasn't used to the roads not being treated. <laughs> like I just, I wasn't used to that. So that's not even the whole point. I didn't even mean to take it there, but just side note, this is kind of like, I know some people were looking on the um, news and like, why was it kind of like such a catastrophe? And I, and some like I said, from New England, I've, I've never seen, I've literally have never seen preparation kind of like this. But one thing that I love, hate doing is taking boudoir photographs in the snow. There's just something about it that's so gorgeous. And I would be the girl, if you've seen, um, like, was it Kate Hunter did a Sports Illustrated photo shoot and she was like in the snow. And I would, I, that would, that for me, 
would be me, like in Antarctica, just because it looks beautiful. Now it's it's very cold in the snow, but there's this. <laughs> Once again, I wish I could share a picture because I'm looking at it. So in my room, you're gonna think I'm insane, but in my room, I have it decorated to look like the Garden of Eden in a way, and every day I'm waking up and reclaiming it, like just kind of being a virgin to myself and being like, okay, so what's this new me that I can be? And I have this picture of me topless in the snow, and it says the goddess experience, and this is when I was living with my VS angel, Crystal. She and her family opened her house to me, and she was so amazing because she's standing on the steps holding this light, and I'm just laying out there <laughs> with my arms over my head, and I've, on the picture, I later edited it, and I placed a diamond. Um, so if you can imagine kind of like I don't want to say the silhouette of the diamond, but it is kind of like the silhouette of the diamond. So the outside and the inside so that we can see all the, all the different kind of sides of the diamonds. And it's delicately placed that way it covers my nipples because I tried to put snow in over them and yeah. So it, it it's it's like a picture. Like it, it makes you like look at it like what? And so when I went to get it printed, they gave me two different versions and there's a point to why I'm sharing why I have this. And so she, the lady was like, well, for $20, I can give you, what was it? It was like um, an eight inch by 20 inch version or for 24, $25, I can, foot, I can print out an eight by two feet version version in terms of a banner so you like one of those graduation banners that you would see in people's houses when they graduate especially the ones I saw a lot of um during 2020 which I thought was such a beautiful way to kind of bring that vibration is to celebrate people that graduated in 2020 you know especially because they didn't get the go of their graduations and so you can guess what I chose <laughs> I have this eight by two foot banner and then underneath it I was super proud of myself um so my mom has this full-size like mirror and I was up there in Maryland and at the end part of it, I was staying in her house and I got addicted to this mirror. And so I was like, when I get to Texas, I want to have this mirror. And this is just kind of a side note. Um, but for anyone who's creative and really into creativity, I bought those cheap, like they're like $5, five, $6 mirrors from Walmart. And be careful that you don't hurt yourself doing this. So maybe I should not tell you what I what I did, but I essentially broke the frames off of them with, and I did break a few mirrors. This is why I'm saying maybe don't do this. And I hung the five up together. It's like a pot. Don't do what I'm telling you. <laughs> but I hung them up together, and then I had these plastic like light pink roses that I put up, and these little vanity lights. So it's really gorgeous. So it's underneath this. And then um, I have this bra, which I'm not gonna tell you how much it was, but well, I can tell you because it's on sale. But I got a lot of like flack from when I posted this bra on social media because the bra was it was I it was either two or hundred three hundred dollar bra. And before you have a heart attack, I bought it at the Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale for forty seven dollars. So that's like a price of a normal bra. And it's absolutely gorgeous. When I post on social media, 
people didn't realize it and I got a lot of backlash. Like just people completely ripped me apart for owning a bra that cost that much money. But I hope we're realizing that we're $2 billion bodies, right? And we're $2 billion bodies because of the energy, because of the aura of the cultivate, which is the most goddess part of ourselves. So even if I had spent $300 on a bra, which I didn't, it would have been pennies compared to what our worth is. That's inside of your aura and your ashe, your energy. And this is the most beautiful, gorgeous, goddess-like aspect of yourselves. And there's... Um, I hope that we realize that our names, and this is why I'm sharing all of this, I hope we realize that our names are really a reflection of the goddessness of the, and remember I said goddess is not a noun, it's a verb, so it's a simplest, sexiest version of the form of the energy of who we are as woman and I used to hate my name you know Jasmine J-S-M-Y-N-E to me it seemed really common um I I don't remember when Aladdin came out but Aladdin came out I know Aladdin came out after I was born because a lot of Jasmines that I meet are younger than me they've always been like a few years younger than me mostly so there's a ton of Jasmines <laughs> just a few years younger so um and I remember it was a name that my parents heard in the elevator. And when I was born, my mom was out of it. And my dad always thinks about, like, um, how do you say that word? Phonetically, is that how you say that word? Like, like, basically, like essentially, if you play Scrabble against him, it's like you will... Well, I personally lose. I have to play with probably five dictionaries. Um, so he changed my name from an I to a Y, and my mom was, like, out of it because she just had me. So for years, I just felt so much shame with that, and then I was upset with my middle name, Um which to some level I'm still a little bit salty about. So my middle name is actually, and now I've owned it, like it's on all my social media, it's, it's completely there. And it was a step for me to really own it. And the story is that there was a really, um, this is not the full story, but there's a really famous person on my paternal lineage whose name was Thomas. And so every generation, someone's named Thomas, okay? And I'm the oldest. And so instead of naming me Thomasina, I got Tama. And then when I switched into bodybuilding, like, yes, some of it was delivered to hide my identity, but also when you do bodybuilding, you don't own your pictures. And so when someone takes it, and the bikinis you wear are super, super tiny. So you wear these kind of clear stripper heels, super tiny bikinis. And I didn't want it to be where I was at a kid's PTA meeting or something. And I didn't want to embarrass my kids. And they would pull up this picture of their mom in this little tiny bikini. And I knew that once I compete, I don't have rights to my image, which is a really hard thing to really kind of grasp. And that's, that's 
you know, another, another part of the thing. And so, I mean, now I have boudoir pictures <laughs> online. So, so I've really kind of gone to it, but it was a journey to learn my name. It was a journey to like own my name. It was a journey to learn about my lineage. My uncle was actually sharing that we used to, when I came to take this, not even knowing this, um, not having any family here, but we used to, I literally came because I was saying, where should I go? God, where should I go? And the word appeared that said Austin. And I was living, again, I just shared this picture of me topless in the snow, right? I was living at that time at Crystal's house, you know, I just asked different people for different places I could live. And while I was working at the lingerie store, and two and a half weeks later, I packed my car with everything I had and with the helps of my angels, helps my friends and family, came all the way down here, only paid $30 in gas, the rest was paid with gift cards. I used the money my family gave me to fix up my car um, and to get things set up my place once I got a place to stay. And um, I stayed with the Bevins, Cynthia called her sister in Fort Worth and I worked with her and so I, st I stayed, or, her house, I like got an Airbnb in Tennessee. So this is really like a drive of faith. My lingerie store put their money in to cover for the first month's rent. So this was like, really no idea, right? Just this is this thing. And then I found out that there used to be an area in Texas called The Nation. And The Nation was a collection of acres that all these... I hate to use the term black, but all these, like, after slavery, a bunch of, like, what was that air called? Was the earth? What was that pre-recession? Was that the, um, oh, what's the name of that? I started with an R. Um, there was an area, like, right after slavery where a lot of black families actually did really well. and was kind of like this renaissance, right? Um, before the Jim Crow laws and everything kind of, like, really set in. And so there was um, a bunch of black families got together and bought some land. And my family actually, my ancestors actually owned, a, I would believe it was, like, a thousand acres. And this area was called The Nation. In the center of it, there had, um, was it a hotel, if I can remember correctly, and like a church or a school, something like that, right? I think maybe the school was in the church. It sounds something that would be possible to happen. And there was only one white person that came every year, my uncle said, who was like this year's catalog dude. <laughs> this year's catalog guy that come every year, right? But I didn't know all this about it, and, and I guess one of that guy's ancestor's name was Thomas. So so this is like the lineage that was kind of really passed down. Now, how is this applicable to all of us? So when I transferred stores, the lingerie store that I transferred to was absolutely enormous. So I'm used to like eight fitting rooms. I think this one has, It's I mean, the fitting rooms are closed now because of quarantine, but I think this one has maybe... I don't know, close to like 16. So I would have a hard time remembering people's names and you know, I'm supposed to write the names down and write them outside the door. But even then I would just still like struggle. And for me, a person's journey is really, really important. So I started, um, I think his name, Jim's Quick, trying to look at different ideas that he had to remember people's names. And even today, you know, whether I'm leading people with measurements or whatnot, I like to connect with them on a personal level. And so one way I'll do that 
is I'll ask them what their name is and I'll ask them what their name means. And to me, especially the introvert, a lot of introverts have this deep connection. And I realized that a lot of people didn't have any idea of what their name meant. And either they didn't have any idea or like there was one woman, I will never forget her name was, um, I wish I could remember what my response was to this, but her name was Absinthe because her mom loves that type of alcohol. And you might think this is funny, but it's actually super important because names are so powerful. And the earlier chapters of Genesis, um, I could pull up the Bible and kind of see, but I just, I know it's like within the first, it's under the first 10 chapters. Um, I don't remember the chapter, someone would say five, I don't think that's it. But in the early chapters of Genesis, there's this guy, and I always love, um, like understand what the people's names were in the Bible, but there's this guy named Peleg. And if you look into his name, it means in his days, the world was divided. Very interesting. Well, if you look at the map of the world, you can see with the way the different continents are, they literally fit perfectly within each other, which if I can remember the scientist, don't they refer to the Pangodia or something? Like when everything was like connected? So names have meaning, names have power, names have energy. And I've heard a lot, especially with this connection between African, African-American lines saying like, well, our names were taken from us, which it's true they were. A lot of people are given slaveholder names, you know, um, and I kind of think that's a little bit like my disconnection with my last name partially is like, yes, history it holds, but like knowing that it's tied to a slaveholder's name, like I'm just not down with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just, and not to get like Malcolm X on the thing, but, um, and I definitely want to represent kind of like Lynch, my grandfather, but at the same time, I don't, like, this is not, like, this was not really my name. And names were super powerful because from what I can understand loosely, the names really held, like, the tribe and stuff that you belong to. But this is the thing. This is not, and this is not just me trying to generalize it to make this, make everyone feel better. But this is not, like, a black thing. This is an every, almost everybody thing. I can share, say that with you after talking with so many women of all ages, of all cultures who do not associate with their name or do not have a positive association with their name. So names are energy. So how does this correlate with me being topless with the snow and the snow, right? Well, when it snowed in Texas, I decided to do some photo shoots and I have my angel wings that I've designed, my pair of goddess wings, they're pink, they got some sparkle on it, gold sparkle feathers on it and these beautiful white roses and these like light pink gradient rose petals and these ostrich feathers, different shades of pink. And so I had that, I had my little competition bikini, which I never wore on stage. <laughs> So sad, different story for another day. And that has pink and diamonds on it. And so I did that, I did a few self photos and I sent them, actually I feel really bad about this. So 
my poor roommate, and it's, it's her house that I'm renting a room out. She was with her boyfriend, and the power had gone on and off during, like, the first day or maybe yeah it was like the first day a thing of snow was going on and off but for the most part I was okay the poor thing went without like barely any yeah without heat like her the power was off for I don't remember how long but it was, it was literally off for days and so after three days with without it she and her boyfriend were able to get back to her house because the roads were so bad you couldn't even you couldn't even be without so she went three days you know without any power, without any, any light, without any electricity. And um, we like FaceTimed and I felt so guilty because there I am like in her house FaceTiming her and she's like without power, without heat. I was like, oh my gosh, like I was so worried about her. I was like, can you please get here? Like I was so worried about her. Um, but I had taken these pictures and I like had showed her these pictures and so the next day she knocked on my door, she's like, Okay, like wanna take some pictures in the snow and she's a model. So we took some of these beautiful photo shots of herself in the snow and you know, and I have this big banner up in my room that I shared earlier with me being topless in the snow and and it was so cute because she had said like wanna be Jasmine and I had never thought about my name being something like kind of like that and I'm like oh well maybe Jasmine is simply the energy of being topless in the snow and I can say that because it's literally be Jasmine feminine energy is a state of beingness okay so regardless of what name you are given what is that B for? I, you know, I went to joke with some customers like, well, why not joke? But I was like, you know, my why, my, my, the why my name I used to hate because it wasn't originally a waves it tended to be. It was kind of like switched last minute, but now I know it stands for yes. But here's the thing, as, especially as a woman, the way that you're able to, most people refer to it as sexually transmute, I refer to it as sensual transformation. The way that you literally sensual transform energy is so beautiful, so lingerie-like, so goddess-like within your skin. And so be Jasmine is literally the energy of being topless in the snow. Trust me, you got to think warm thoughts while you're there posing in the snow with the with the snow just falling on you <laughs> and you're like what is like what is like think warm thoughts think warm thoughts I believe in the picture I got blown up I almost got hypothermia like I had to take a, a shower I took a shower in cold water um and I'm, I'm so glad I did that because I think hot water would have completely ruined me like it took me a while to even feel the cold water and the full cold water once it started feeling felt warm to me so that that's a sign that I was out there in the snow too many times um, but for me, it offered a new walk, look like, oh, maybe B Jasmine is literally the energy of posing topless in the snow. And when you can walk with that energy, wherever you go, then you have all the power. So I share this story and this might have seemed a roundabout way, but I hopefully you're able to glean kind of the diamonds within it because this is a goddess story of so many tales and so many truths. And it's the truth within the lingerie of your body. It's the truth of the goddess energy within you. And it's the truth of the goddess experience within yourself, right? Your body is so pure, is so magnetic. It is so beautiful. And what's so gorgeous and goddess-like about your body is that's literally made of the simplest, sexiest, most divine lace in the world. 
So gorgeous, what's your name? Own it, wear it, transform it, and be goddess in it. So thank you so much for joining me for this fitness mimosas for today. <laughs> I hope this helped help to expand and open up the world of fitness, lifestyle, mimosas, um, and just you being your truest vibration of your truth and energy within you of all, all the old goddess forms of who you are inside, within your lace, within your beauty, within your lingerie, within your truth. And if you're ready to say, okay, I'm ready for the high performance lifestyle goddess edition of myself. I'm ready to see the sexiest, most goddess-like version of myself that can be within me, then go to revealmyinnergoddess.com or see the link below for the goddess reveal plan. And it's only 16 days to reveal the goddess design of yourself that lies within you. So I feel so blessed to speak to all my girlfriends listening to this, whether in the US, Australia, Iran, Japan, like holding hands as sisters, rising as queens, goddess I see you, be your truth.